You're listening to the Bags and Platt Podcast. All right, welcome to the Bags and Platt Podcast. Today is, what day is it? It's Thursday, October, October 8th. 8th. And we're on the verge of another long off season for our beloved New York Yankees. Yeah, and before I came on today, Platt, it just, and I texted you last night, it really, really is all about pitching. And you never want to compare um, the 98 or 96, 98, 99, 2000 dynasty because it's a dynasty for a reason. It's a great team. But I find myself saying, you know, having one pitcher, just sit, just think if we didn't have Cole and we didn't sign him, hypothetically, we don't have um, a number two. We don't have a number three or a number four. And as, as I was texting last night, like our three and four back then were like Duque and Cone and Wells. I mean, think about that. The bullpen, Nelson, even Graham Lloyd, Mendoza. I'm not even going to mention Mariano's name because he's an all-time 100% vote Hall of Famer. But you got to have arms, and we don't have arms. We wasted two the other night. Hap is an old veteran. He shouldn't be starting or even coming in to a playoff situation. Maybe maybe some mop-up duty. So when it comes down to it, Platt, we don't have the pitching to win a World Series. And you got to have at least three guys that you can count on in big games. So you're telling me that you don't feel comfortable with Jordan Montgomery on the hill tonight in a must-win game? <laughs> I mean, Montgomery doesn't have a playoff start. He doesn't have a resume. I actually almost feel bad for him that it's on his shoulders. Now, we also talked about uh, in the last show, we're sluggers. This team is all about hitting. Where is Judge? Stanton is carrying this team on his shoulders. Where's Voight? You know what I mean? We, we, if we're going to have these types of pitchers, you got to hit. And this, this Tampa Bay team can flat out pitch. Yeah, they got some great arms on this team. But, you know, we were talking over text, and we always joke that my father always blamed the refs and the umps, and he was that guy, and I was that guy for a while, and I've gotten away from it. But last night, that third inning, I actually fundamentally believe could have swung this entire series. You had Luke Voigt up, bases loaded, tie game, two balls in a row. The stat cast, whatever the fuck they put on the TV, showed it clear as day. I saw all these things all over Twitter. It was ball four, clear as day. We had Stanton up. We would have been up 2-1 with the bases loaded. That inning gets crushed. Then you go to the next inning. You had to strike him out throw him out, double play that ends the inning. And instead of that being called a strike, it's a first and second, next pitch, three-run homer. And I understand Tanaka didn't pitch well last night. And no one's saying we definitely would have won the game. But the umpiring last night and the night before was fucking horrific. There's really no other way you could say it. And two nights ago, it was both sides. The strike zone was atrocious from the outside corner of the plate for righties and the inside to lefties. And last night, that inning alone might have cost this team this series. But like you said, it comes down to pitching. And the truth of the matter is, even if they somehow miraculously win this game tonight, you're going to have Garrett Cole starting tomorrow on three days rest. And Cole's a gamer, and I wouldn't put it past him to go out there and pitch incredible. But how many innings are you going to get from him? 
maybe four, maybe five max, and then I'm not getting way ahead of myself. But you know what? Then you got to start a seven-game series. And what's Cole going to start game four? You're going to get him once maybe in the series? They need starting pitching. And I can't believe that we're having this conversation right now because Cashman sat there at the trade deadline and it didn't do anything. Yeah, didn't I'll, try to acquire a second arm. Yeah, I'm gonna. T- I'm just gonna touch on the umpire real quick. Um, my, the announcers, when it comes to the Yankees, and you know, Buck's been doing it for 20 years. They didn't even mention those bad calls on the air, okay? Because it's against the Yankees. And when I saw Lemayhu put the tag down and almost looked up and said, are you freaking kidding me? That was a strike him out, throw him out. And you can always tell by a player's reaction when there's uh, a certain type of bad call. They're like, what? He looked up. He couldn't fucking believe that it was a it was a ball. I mean, it was blatant. Like you said, it was in that box. So uh, I'll get off the umpiring because sometimes it goes both ways. But last night it was clearly against the Yankees. Now. Cole has to has a whole offseason to rest. So I don't want to hear Platt going four or five innings. This guy's got to be our horse, $300 million man. He's got to go as long as he can. He's got to go over 100 pitches because this is why we brought him here. It's exactly the reason. But then again, if we don't win tonight, it doesn't matter. Now, back in the day, they would actually bring in a pitcher. Um, Jack McDowell comes to mind in this 95 series against the Mariners. He's not a reliever, but Showalter brought him in because he thought he was probably the best option out there. If you have a starter that's ready to go, even like if Garcia can give you a few innings tonight, it's all hands on deck, Platt. So if Montgomery is struggling in the second inning, he's gone. There's going to be a quick hook tonight. So they got to just do it, man. They got to they gotta win tonight and force a game five because this is why we got Cole for this exact reason, to put us over that little hump or big hump. So, <laughs> so let's let's go backwards for a second and let's because we haven't had a show this week yet. Let's talk about game two. Okay. How heated were you with the shenanigans, which is the only word that comes to mind without me going off on a freaking tirade, of what? Cashman and Boone did with Garcia. Well, I'm going to tell you right this right now. Boone is lucky this is a shortened season, Platt. Okay? Because next season, if he does this, he's going to have a microscope on him. I think Boone's job is safe, but that was disgusting what he, what he pulled. I don't know what the hell that even was, actually. The guy let up one stinking run. Okay? Why would you take out a kid who let up a home run to probably the hottest hitter in baseball this year, or right, right now. This Arizona guy, he is on fire. He's batting 660 in the playoffs. He let, Garcia lets up one run, Platt, one homer. Come on, bring him back for the second inning and let him shit to bed before you put in J.A. Happ. That's what I think about that move. It was awful. Well, a couple of things. So... I read something the other day. It was spot on. Garcia could have pitched six innings and let up seven runs, which is what pretty much him and Hap and whoever else came in let up, right? So you would have been fine letting him throw. 
Hap's a starter. He even said he wasn't comfortable coming into the game in the second inning. As you said, Darling said Hap was throwing hard enough that he was ready to go in the first inning. You got that kid warming up. You got Hap warming up right yep. behind Garcia. Garcia can see him clear as day. What is he even doing in the bullpen, Platt? What is he even doing up? I have no idea. I have no idea. And trying to figure out what went into that decision-making process and how cute the Yankees tried to get let Garcia pitch. He's a starting pitcher because then you wiped out two guys. So like you said, now you're going to put Garcia in the pen. You got Montgomery starting tonight. And not for nothing, but J.A. Happ has been in the American League East for how many years now, Bags? How many times has Tampa seen this guy? I would have rather rolled the dice with Garcia, whose ball happened to be moving all over the place. That was an opposite field home run that got out like a laser. It was one pitch. Otherwise, in that first inning, he looked really good. So why not give him at least another inning? Maybe he settles down. Maybe Tampa can't figure him out. But you have a huge track record to go off of, of what they've done to J.A. Happ in the past. And I know J.A. Happ pitched well down the stretch, but this is the playoffs. And that guy is not a starting pitcher for a New York Yankees team that's going to the World Series. And I heard Happ, I think I heard this on the fan, and uh, I don't know verbatim what, what, what was said, but Happ, after he said it, he was not comfortable, he's actually done this in the past in a playoff game. And, it, and, it, and that was said. So for him to say he wasn't comfortable, he's already done this. So it's not like this is the first time it's ever happened. Now, Hap really is a, is like a, a Glavin. He's, he spots the ball. Like you said, Garcia's got he's got stuff. And the last thing I'll say about Hap and and Boone and, and on this subject exactly is don't give me the bullshit about the lefty lineup. Okay, if you had if if you had this decision made prior to the game. How, I mean, lefty, righty. I mean, is that really still you know, in your in your head? Do you really believe that Garcia can't get out a few lefties? I mean, like you said, his stuff was electric. What I mean, he let up the one run to the hottest hitter in baseball, and who who cares about lefty lefty? This isn't like you know, coming out of the bullpen, and bullpen. You, you, you know, you play those matchups. You go a lefty, like we brought in Graham Lloyd against Ryan Klesko in the Brave series. That was smart, okay? But uh, in the second inning, you're going to start talking lefty on righties and righties on lefties? Bullshit. And, and it's a shame because they had all the momentum after that first game. You had your horse pitches a very good game. I won't say a great game. Cole pitched a very good game one. They got timely hitting. Stanton was on fire. You had everything going in your favor. Yeah, that now that now where's the momentum plot? I mean, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's, it's totally gone. gone. And not only is the momentum gone, but you can see in the dugout that Tampa has that confidence back. And you and I were talking about this, and I'm not being a homer, and I'm not being a Yankee fan, but there is not one guy in that Tampa lineup except for this Cuban kid right now who would even start for the New York Yankees one through nine. And I'm not talking about just being home run hitters, but there's literally not a guy, if you went to every GM in baseball and said, we're going to put a team on the field, every guy who starts for the Yankees right now would start over pretty much anybody, I feel confident, in Tampa's lineup. They got to Snell. Glass now pitched a good game too, but he was out of there by the fifth inning. And I was talking to my brother. I said to him spot on. I go, we're going to be lucky if Tanaka gives us five tonight. 
And that's and exactly you, what I, I mean. You knew yeah, that yeah. he wasn't pitching any more than that. He was leaving. He was he was actually leaving the balls up. Platt, his splitter wasn't in the dirt where it should have been. He was leaving balls up. I mean, like high in the strike zone that did not have enough velocity to throw upstairs in the zone. Um, you Is know, that the last time we see him in a Yankee uniform, if they don't win this series. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, he's not the same Tanaka. That's obvious. He's not the guy from 2014, 15. He did, he has had some arm trouble in the past. He opted to not get Tommy John. I wonder if his arm is just not the same anymore because of just, you know, you get older. I mean, you know, everybody it happens to every athlete. But uh, you know, he's not the same guy. So you can't. And by the way, he's actually had some mediocre seasons and pulled an El Duque and just came up big in the big game, in the playoffs. So that's why we like Tanaka. Tanaka's not, he doesn't have a Cy Young plan. All right, he's not this guy that just, you know, he's not Verlander or, or, or Scherzer. He's just, he's a good pitcher, all right? He's just had some big moments in a Yankee uniform. But let's not forget about what he did during the season. Sometimes he looks awful. But he's got that reputation. He's a big game pitcher. But guess what? He's also a lot older now. And I got another question for you. Yep. After what went down the other night when Stanton hit the homer and Tampa throws up and in to two Yankees, last night the game's pretty much over for the most part. Why aren't you brushing anyone off the plate? Why aren't you making a statement? Why aren't you doing something to get the team fired up? Why isn't Boone out there getting ejected? Great like, point. I know it's the playoffs, but what's going on here? Now, Platt, the hottest hitter in the baseball came up, I think, in the seventh inning, right? And, I, uh, and I'm pretty sure there was no one on. Why are you not throwing inside to uh, that kid, Arizona, uh, Arizona, whatever his name is? You got you to gotta send a message that this kid's really comfortable in the box. And there's no one on the seventh inning. Throw it inside. Give him, give him a little chin music. He's too way too comfortable up there. So I, that's a great point you brought up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, baseball's a phony sport. The Yankees could win tonight, and then the momentum shifts back to them. It depends how the game goes. But based on everything that we've seen so far this series, Tampa's a better baseball team. One through nine, depth, starting pitching, and their bullpen, which is what used to be the Yankees' strength. Yeah, I mean they're going with this. They're they're going to go with the bullpen game tonight. The kid who's starting for them is a reliever, so you're going to get to see Tampa's bullpen on display. Which again, who knows how that plays into a game five if it gets there. But this is not going to be an easy hurdle for the Yankees to get over tonight. They're going to get two innings of each reliever, and that's not usually that doesn't bowl very well for them. Now these guys throw heat, which is good for Judge and it's good for Voit, who by the way needs to wake up. Like. Backtracking for a second, Bags, my big concern with Luke Voigt is he's always going to be this guy who's going to be a good regular season player, but is he going to get big hits in the playoffs? And I know he's hurt. I know he's got a bad foot, but he's kind of a home run or bust guy right now. Yeah. And we don't need another Gary Sanchez in this lineup. Gary Sanchez can't even get in the lineup right now, but we don't need another one of those guys. I'd rather Higgy yeah. play. I'd rather – I'm not saying there's anybody to play over Voigt, but he just seems – like if you're gonna have him in the lineup, don't have him hitting cleanup then. You know, yeah, like he. Yeah, yeah, and and I also, uh, you know, I, I bring this up because you know, Earl Weaver was a big, big guy on the home run. Okay, 
Earl Weaver also lost a couple World Series because, you know, he didn't play that small ball. He didn't believe in a bunt. He didn't believe in, in stealing. And I just feel like sometimes when we lose to these teams, they're like this, this great unit where they, you know, if, if, you don't, if you don't rely on the long ball, you actually see what kind of baseball team you have. Now, right exactly. now, th- these guys, Platt, they're having fun, like you said, in the dugout. They're a t- they're a, they are a team, and they beat our asses 8 out of 10 in the regular season. And they know, they know that they're better. They, I feel like they, they, they look like they're better, and, they, and they're confident. They got good at bats. And sometimes, you know, when we're relying on – I mean, I know Stanton's having a great series, Platt. But think about if he wasn't having a great series. There's no one really hitting, okay? That big hit by LeMahieu, that was a Louis Soho, took a, a year to get through the infield. That's what you need in the playoffs. I'm not saying these guys are, 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 are in a slump or they're, they're, they're not the sluggers that they are. But you just need a little bit of that that small ball, that timely hit that Vizcaino and Soho used to give us, L- Ricky Lede. We don't have that, Platt, and you just said it about Voight. It's all, it's all or nothing with Voight, Stanton, Sanchez. It's either a home run or a strikeout. And if you play the percentages right, more times than not, Platt, they're going to strike out. And good pitching always beats good hitting. Yeah, I'd rather a one through nine of nine Lemayus, guys yeah. who's going to single and double all night long, than Contact. all these home run hitters. And you know what else is pissing me off? If you're going to play Brett Gardner, okay, I, I'm giving into it. <laughs> Bruins got a hard on about him. It is what it is. Right. And I, I get he's been here for a long time. But anytime that guy's on first base, how is he not stealing? What at is least, the point of having him in the game? At least give it a shot, right? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't even been thrown out he hasn't unless i'm wrong has he attempted to steal a base it's just not our style it's it's just the way it goes they don't want to like i said last week show, last week's show we had one sacrifice freaking bunt hit or one sacrifice bunt <laughs> you imagine that in 60 in 60 freaking games we had one sacrifice bunt that's just you know i i, I hate to say it but that's just not good baseball that's not good baseball. More times than not, if you move if you move a guy over, a single brings you in the run. I mean, it, the way the way baseball is today is it's fly balls and strikeouts. Okay, granted, the other day there was twelve home runs in one day. The balls are juiced. There's no doubt about that. They're flying out like it's nothing, and. It, 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 you just can't live and die by a fly ball. It's just, it, you can't do it. You can't, like I said, more times than not, it's not going to go out, out of the park, Pot. And, and you know what I'm, I'm really scared about tonight is that Boone is going to get outmanaged so drastically. And I've been a big supporter of his. And I've Me always too. said, everybody relax, hold your horses. He's going to be okay. The Yankees are going to be okay. Tonight's game with Tampa going bullpen Who's he going to start? Who's he going to put in? When's he going to put him in? When's he going to pinch it? Is Sanchez starting? Is he putting is he putting Gardner in left? Or is he going to keep Gardner on the bench? He's going to let the kid play? Like There's so many things that make me nervous about tonight's game as a Yankee fan and putting all of this on Boone. 
You know, I hate to bring up um, the Yankee teams that we loved, Platt, but Torrey was so good in these moments. And guess what he had next to him? He had Don Zimmer and Mel Stoudemire, and he was on his fourth major league team managing. Well, I'm worried about Boone, too, because he's never been a big league manager until he got this Yankee job, okay? I'm not sure what he has on the bench, either, as far as experience. So, what, like Phil Nevin? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about him, too. He doesn't have a ring. He doesn't even have, you know, you know a pennant. So... You bring up a good point. He's going he's gonna to have a lot on his plate tonight, but he's also got to have the quick hook, too. So you give, uh, you give Montgomery, you know, maybe, I don't know, four or five innings tonight. What do you think? I think if you can get five innings out of him tonight, it's going to be a miracle. I think, you may, Max, you get three out of him. The minute there's any kind of trouble, he's going to go to Chad Green. I would assume he'll be the first one out of the bullpen. I can't see him bringing in Garcia in that situation after the lack of trust and faith he put him in the other day. And then it's like, where do you go from there? And having Tommy Canely out really has hurt them in this series. They've missed that additional arm coming out of the pen. And there's going to be a lot of stuff when they do get there in this offseason. They're going to have to figure out. And I saw Trevor Bauer's tweet yesterday during the game saying, it looks like the Yankees need some more pitching. And, uh, you know, I'm not talking offseason yet. I just can't see that guy in a Yankee uniform. We've talked about it with his antics and all of the shenanigans that he does. I cannot see him in a Yankee uniform, but they are going to need to address this pitching. And I'll tell you exactly what Cashman's going to say day one. Well, next year we're getting Severino back, and a couple of guys are going to be healthy. Maybe they re-sign Paxson on the cheap because he's a free agent going into this with, you know, the injury and what he's had to deal with. I won't be surprised if they re-sign Tanaka, but focusing on tonight, tonight's game makes me super nervous. And like you you said from the beginning of this conversation, we don't have David Wells going. We don't have El Duque going. We, we, we don't have anybody that you trust pitching tonight. And Tanaka, to me, was the biggest letdown of the playoffs for the Yankees. I get the Cleveland thing with the weather and the rain and Last night, there was no excuse. I mean, he did not pitch well at all. Every ball was hanging. The ball was up in the zone. He let up some huge home runs. It just wasn't a, a great Tanaka playoff performance. So I'm nervous about tonight, but what's your prediction? What do they do tonight? Yanks win 6-3. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on one thing about uh, a, a Boone and Garcia thing one more time. You know... Torrey didn't really get along with Wells, and that was well known. But Wells was a freaking gamer, okay? He didn't, he didn't quick hook Wells. The one thing with Wells' back, that was, that was a shady thing. But Torrey would never do that, ever. And what does it say, Platt, when your manager takes you out after the first inning? Is that going to instill confidence for the next time you take the fucking mound? What is that telling your pitcher all offseason while he's sitting there in his family room playing video games being like, did I really just get yanked out of a playoff game after one inning? What kind of confidence does the manager have in me? What do I have to do to prove to him that I belong on this staff? Now, instilling confidence is huge and when you, when you have a young pitcher. And I think 
that's going to really backfire on Boone, what he did, because Garcia's got to be thinking to himself, holy shit, does this manager even want me on the team? Does he think I can pitch? So getting back to that Boone Garcia thing, I just don't think I, I, I can go up to the mound the next time, whether it's tonight or tomorrow, and, and have the same confidence I did going into that into that game two, Platt. Now he's going to be thinking, shit, if, if I throw a curveball in the dirt, pass ball, or let up a home run, am I getting yanked again? Is that how you want your pitcher to be on the mound? You want him thinking in the back of your head? Shit, I might get yanked if I, if I walk this guy. Or, you know, how many, how many pitches do I have tonight? Do I, make it, do I make it two innings? Or does he let me go? Now, there's, 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 I think there's a disconnect, Platt, when a manager and a pitcher uh, are in the locker room and Garcia knows what happened. Boone obviously knows what happened. And it's like, well, why do you have the guy even pitching the first inning? What was why the point? Do you, what was what the hell was the point? If you're going to yank him, that's, that's two arms that you're going to use in the first few innings. So I worry about Garcia's head now because you want him to be confident. This is the time where you want to throw a guy on the mound and be like, yeah, the ball is yours. You hand a guy a ball, you expect him to go out and do a job, and now that guy doesn't know what the hell is going to happen. You know that never happened with Tory and his horses. Okay? No. He gave him the ball, and he said, go out and do it. And he sat I mean, there. That made no fucking sense, Bags, and it pissed me off watching it because there was no rationale or reasoning behind what he did and the nonsense about Tampa's lineup and then them switching it. Like, this is Major League Baseball. We're not talking – you're not managing yeah. your your, fifth, your five-year-old's team with four kids who can't fucking hit and can't make contact. Right, like, give right. Give me a break. These are Major League Baseball hitters. You start Garcia or you start Hap and you give the guy four to five innings to prove himself out because then we could have had – Garcia starting tonight with Montgomery coming out of the pen, and you start happen game two. Or better yet, why didn't Tanaka pitch game two? And I know he didn't pitch well last night. It's a good call. What was the what was the point in skipping that day? Yeah, and and you know what? I brought up leadership with the Giants and Jets last week, and you know I know Gardner's a veteran, and he would be considered the leader, but Sabathia was really the leader of this team. Getting back to Garcia. I'm hoping one of the veterans just at least sat with him and 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 gave him you know that pat on the back like dude, you know you belong here, okay. I don't think there's a. You know how I bring up the uh, the, the '90s teams a lot. I love bringing up the teams because the veteran leadership. All of a sudden, you had two Hall of Famers on the bench in Reigns, Boggs, Strawberry, Fielder, Chili Davis. I don't really see Platt our depth. And any leadership coming off the bench, okay? I, I just don't see it. And in a time like that, where Boone takes that pitcher out, you want to have some leadership in that dugout. I don't see the leadership from past from past teams that had great veteran leadership. I just don't see it. And I, I, I really hope someone can step up because you don't see it in the dugout. You don't really see anybody... Uh, you know, pumping up guys. You don't see Jeter on the top step. It's another bad comparison when you're talking about Hall of Famers, but I don't see that, Platt. I really don't see a, a really tight unit. 
and I do see it on the Dodgers, and I do see it on the Padres. Yeah, they're throwing bats. Who cares if they're throwing bats? That's the league now. How about the Yankees knock somebody down, get, build some character in that clubhouse? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they got a lot of nice ball players. Yeah. That put up good stats, but that doesn't win World Series. The 86 Mets went out after the game and got in a bar fight, okay? They, 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 that was just their, their whole demeanor. They love fighting, and they, they were one big, tight unit. And that's what World Series teams have. You have, you have your role players. You have a good unit. You obviously have a good manager. But I got to tell you, uh, this team needs to show some guts tonight, Platt. And if, the, and, and, and if you have to knock somebody down, go ahead. Because it might even help your whole spirit of the team that we are the Yankees. I, I couldn't agree more. And I also think that Cash on the other side is a very good manager and is very smart about his maneuvers. And like tonight, if roles were reversed and Montgomery gives you three good innings and you get to the fifth or sixth, and if you, I, you're going to tell me I'm crazy right now. But Cash would bring Chapman in and pitch three innings and say you haven't pitched in 14 days. Go, yeah. th- go empty your arm and give me three innings tonight. And Boone will never do that. Do you realize that we could Chapman might not throw an inning this series? <laughs> that's, that is unbelievable if that's true. Um, and, get, and getting one more thing on Boone, Platt. He got thrown out like a bunch of times during the season. If there, like you said in the beginning of the show – Where's Boone coming out and, and, and telling that umpire? I mean, he's, Boone is like a hawk during the regular season. He's always, he's always riding the ups. And this year, without the fans, you, guys, you actually heard it a lot going on. And I know you can't argue balls and strikes, and I know it's the playoffs, but damn, show some, you know, show some of your regular season anger. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. I'm, I'm frustrated with this team. I know that... You know, on our on our group text, we got buddies who were like, "Ah, it's nonsense. It's not a real season," but it is. And baseball, of of any sport, I have felt playoff intensity. Whereas in hockey, I'll give it a C. NBA, I'll give it an F. In the in Major League Baseball, it's been an A minus. I get there are no fans, and I understand it's different. But the intensity of the teams and the players. You watch that Padres Dodgers game. You watch these Yankee games, these guys are in it. They don't feel the fact that there are no fans there. Like, they are dialed in. So I agree. Like, if tonight starts going south, I want to see Boone in someone's face. I want to see them brushing people off the plate. Come with a little swagger and a little attitude and try to get this W tonight. How about, like, I feel like we have a reputation that we, like, don't want to throw at anybody. You know what I mean? Like It's always been... You know, I used to get so pissed when Big Poppy would freaking step into the box, have his big elbow pad in, all on top of the play plot, ripping bombs left and right. Was one of the best playoff players. I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of his, but that guy was so freaking clutch. And guess what? We never knocked him down. So tonight, I want to see somebody get a little chin music. I'm with you. Hopefully, next show we're talking about the Yankees still alive. But speaking oh, about great. teams that are, that are not alive right now, the Giants and Jets are, are just both on life support at this point, and they're they're both jockeying for your boy Trevor. Right. I don't even know if it's worth talking about what's going on with either of those teams right now because they got nothing. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, thank God I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the NFL because if I was just like a Jet fan or, or, or a Giant fan only, I mean, they're, they're unwatchable. Um, I, I, I do want to touch on something with the Giants, though. Um, they, they actually can go into Dallas this week. The line's only, the line's only nine, nine points, okay? It's not like it's 15. They actually can go down. They've had good success going down to Dallas. Granted, it was Eli, not Jones. But I think they can actually, you know, compete in this game because Dallas just not does not look good either. So that's really all I have to say about the Giants. I mean, it's going south. It is south. And uh, I'm looking forward to tonight's game, actually, Pot. Bucks, Bears, Brady, Foles. That's actually a good Thursday night game because the last few Thursday night games were just shit. Yeah, the Bucks scare you. I mean, Brady's starting to get some comfort in that offense. The team's starting to gel. We all knew it was going to take some time. Everybody was all over him the first few weeks. It's a new offense for him. It's a new system. It's a new team. It's a new city. It's a new everything. So you got to give them six games if we can get through six games with everything that's going on with yeah. And Gronk doesn't and- Gronk doesn't even have a touchdown. He's only got a few receptions. So. You know, yeah. I guess you, you give them time. I mean, they're in a division plot where they could win it anyway. I mean, Atlanta is so bad. Carolina's rebuilding. I mean, they don't really have to, like, go 11-5. and five. You know what I mean? They could probably win that division at 10-6 and six or 9-7. and seven. But um, I'll, I'll be looking forward to tonight's game. You want to get the winner? Wait, real fast. NFC East <laughs> winner win six games this year? It's a great question. I remember a couple years ago, I think it was Seattle and the Rams. One of them went seven and nine and won the division. I would say, I would say seven wins max for the NFC East division title. And who wins the division, Dallas or Philly? I think Dallas does. I don't see anything going on with Philly, and I feel like Carson Wentz, since he tore up his knee, has never been the same. I heard someone on the air recently say, you just got to let, oh, it was Ricky Ricardo who does the uh, Espanol broadcast for the Yankees. He's also a play-by-play for the Eagles. And he said, Wentz is kind of like a Brett Favre. Like he likes to run. He likes to make those, you know, tough passes across the middle, throwing across his body. I feel, uh, he, he, he was saying he feels like they, they're, they're like, they're not just letting him play football. He's a backyard football kind of guy. But ever since he's got hurt and Foles won the Super Bowl, I don't think Wentz can ever really be loved in that city because, number one, he didn't win that ring. And number two, he's just not the same player. And I think I think Philly's not going to really compete. Yeah, he's got to win a Super Bowl, or he's never going to be remembered. Foles yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, he was the starter for that year, Platt. But Foles, I mean, there's like a statue of Foles there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a hero. So give me your picks. I know you want to get to it. Yeah, give well, me your picks um, for the week. I hate picking the Patriots, but I'm going to pick them. Laying five to the Broncos. That's number one. I don't know how. I don't know how the Jets didn't beat that shitty Bronco team. So I'm going to pick on that Bronco team. Number two, I'm going back to the the Finns. They are getting eight from the Niners. The Niners beat the Giants and the Jets, Platt. 
So I don't really have a lot of confidence in them based on how bad their competition has been. And they won both games at MetLife. They're all banged up. So that's number two. Patriots, Dolphins. Going to go with Seattle. I think Wilson's just just a, an amazing athlete. Um, obviously, he got drafted pro baseball player. He just makes amazing throws. They are giving seven to Minnesota. Who Minnesota, Platt, I think we've talked about Cousins. They, they were actually really, really good like a year or two ago. I think they were in the uh, NFC Championship game. They just went totally down the sewer. So I'm going to pick on the Vikings. Seattle at home, given seven. Dolphins on the road to the Niners, getting eight. Patriots at home, given five. Only five to the Broncos. There you have it. All right, I like the picks. I'm going with the Rams over the Redskins. Actually, sorry, the Washington Football Club, seven and a half. <laughs> All right. Benched Haskins, team's going nowhere. They're brought in a horrible quarterback who knows the system. They're done. I think the Rams win that game by two touchdowns easily. I'm going to go with the Bengals getting 12 and a half against the Ravens. I don't know why. Just feel it. Just okay. feel it. No other reason than that. Going with the gut. And then I am going to go with the Colts, who are only getting two, only giving two to the Browns. So I feel like the Colts are playing good football right now. The Browns are hectic and all over the place. I'm going to go with the Colts. So those are my three picks. Hopefully our next show, we're talking about the ALCS and the Yankees. And if we're not, it's going to be a colossal disaster. We're going to be talking about offseason, free agency moves, and where the Yankees go from here. I hear you, Pat. I'd rather not talk about college football until it gets a little later. But Clemson is playing Miami this week. Miami's in the top 10 again. Both teams undefeated. We'll see what happens with that game. But things are not really heated up enough to really touch on college football yet. So let's go Yanks, Pat. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Great show today, Bags. 